The views and opinions that are expressed on the Dope Sessions podcast are that of the hosts and do not reflect any views of any other attached entities. Now that we got that out of the way, let's go. Introducing your hosts. The guys on the mics with the voices that you like. Give it up for Kelvy and Tree. Thank y'all again for tuning in to one of the dopest indie podcasts on the planet. You are listening to the Dope Sessions podcast with Kelvin and Tree. Happy New Year, you motherfuckers! Oh man, it's twenty four already. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I got. I, I made that left turn in Albuquerque, so I, I kind of got, got here by accident. Oh uh, man, we got we got VC Howard with us uh, from the Black and Brown Film Film Festival back with us on this show. Hello, hello everyone! <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> you guys should see my jazz hands. I have jazz hands. <laughs> oh, good stuff! <laughs> oh now man, first of jazz music to go with the jazz hands. Right. <laughs> Not too loud though. Remember the Hangover. I yeah, think. yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> Man, Tree, VC. Yes. Well, VC's hungover. (laughs) And, um. I just sound like another dude. So we're gonna have a good show. We we we're gonna have a good show. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's congested and I'm lit. There's just a great uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. We're gonna see how far these conversations go. You know what I'm And I got on a different headset, so I don't even know what I sound like now. Okay. <laughs> you sound like regular tree. You sound you like do. regular tree. You, you, you okay. sound regular. You sound totally normal. hmm Yeah, man. Okay, so before before we get into some, uh, well, all this shit gonna be fun. I promise. I promise everybody, all this is gonna be fun. So, uh-huh. for for those that don't know, um, I also have another uh, um, part of the show um, called the Late Sessions. It's uh, with me and Harley Hustle and D Nick of the Microphone Misfits. Uh, we got two episodes. Other late sessions uh, already out. The new one dropped uh, last night. Um, that one was a heavier conversation with uh, D-Nick and Harley Hustle talking about the Cat Williams interview, right? Ooh, yep. So, Everyone's talking about that. Right. Cat Williams broke the black internet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... That that's more of an in depth between them. Like I kind of tagged in a little bit. I didn't really give thoughts about that particular interview. I wanted to say that for for us. So, Tree, did you see the interview? Saw it. Listened to it. It worked twice. I mean, 
when when I first got word of it, it was like, Cat Williams, what? <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me take a look at this. And it's like, oh. Mm. Oh. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> Did you clinch your pearls? Were you clinching your pearls? Your imaginary pearls? <laughs> you know what? That, uh, I was grabbing my purse and walking to the other side of the street. All of that. I know, right? I, I, was, yeah, like, I was thinking... Who pissed off Cat Williams? Right, right. I thought the same. I thought the same thing too. I thought the same thing too. When I heard it, the first time I heard it, D Nick called me and he said, Did you hear about this Cat Williams? And I said, Bruh, I just got finished watching it. It's possibly the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. And and then I watched it again. And then after I watched it again, I said, huh. Some of the stuff I can honestly believe. And then there's some stuff that I'm just like, nah, I'm calling Cap on that. Mm-hmm. See, um, I didn't have that same experience. When I listened to it and saw it, it was like it was like everything was gold because it was it was backing it up. And I said, like, oh. See, it's one thing when you just run in your mouth. It's another thing when you can say it and then back it up. Mm-hmm. 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 What was the most said, surprising? The most surprising was when yeah, you said that. Yeah, what was the that, most uh, surprising thing? I, I think all of us probably our mouths hung open. Let's see if 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 you can uh, say what was surprising for all of us because I know my mouth well, was like. <gasps> what, what was surprising to me was when he came after Cedric the Entertainer and said that Cedric had four specials. That was so bad that they were not available on Netflix or Tubi. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Right. <laughs> I'm like, not only did you go for them, you went for them and put them down. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and then pulled out the Infinity Gauntlet and, and snapped him. It's, right. <laughs> and you know, Cedric's comeback, you know, is going to be, well, well, nigga, I got a TV show, so whatever. Say whatever you want to say. I got a TV show. <laughs> so. and, 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 that, and that's the thing, too. It's like, what, what the second time I watched it, right, was where I was really, like, my brain started, like, clicking on the stuff. And I said, okay, Kat, you're saying all of this stuff, but at the end of the day, who's fucking winning? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it was just like uh-huh. a... Who, who's winning? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you're winning. Here's the thing. With Kat saying what he said, he won the internet. Whether we believe everything he said is true or not, he's fucking winning the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's only winning the internet not because... To, okay, do I think Cat Williams is one of the realest motherfuckers on the planet? Yes. He is. Absolutely is. But I also think right now we're in this space where we don't we don't really fuck fuck with Steve Harvey like we used to. We don't fuck with Cedric the Entertainer like we used to. We don't fuck with Kevin Hart like we used to. So the fact that we don't fuck with these people and Cat is saying what he's saying, now it's like, hell yeah, Cat, you right, man, fuck these niggas. Like that that's mm-hmm. how it's that's how it comes off. Now, I will say this, though. To answer your question, VC, um, 
the one thing that surprised me where I thought, I was like, okay, this sounds like, and I thought I was the only one that was just like, man, this just sounds like hate to me. Mm-hmm. And I and I thought, like I said, I thought I was the only person who thought it, but then mm-hmm. like after I had conversations with other people, they were saying this, the the shit with uh, him talking about Kevin Hart. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounded a lot like hate to me mm-hmm. than anything else. Mm-hmm. Well, here's Just the thing to... about that that I thought it it really didn't seem like he said much except for he was an industry plant. I mean, mm-hmm. that was light compared to what he said about everybody else. Right. No, but okay, mm-hmm. so so this is why I say that was hating. Because when we throw out terms like culture vulture or industry plant, mm-hmm. like we throw out these terms with no fucking proof whatsoever. Mm-hmm. How do we know that Kevin Hart is an industry plant? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, you that's you mm-hmm. saying that. Right, I could I could say tree trees a culture vulture. How do we know? I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could say right. VC's an industry plant. Mm-hmm. We don't know that. I don't know that. But, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's that's to me. It was like, but but uh, then again, he's been going after Kevin Hart for a while, uh-huh. and a, and a lot of that stuff. Every time I hear it, I'm just like. And when when you say things like the the movies that that Kevin Hart did, it was it came to my table and I turned it down. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, you turned it down. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that they gonna stop doing what the fuck they doing because you turned it down. Right. They're going to give it to somebody else. Right. And yep. you keep <laughs> and you keep saying a lot of this stuff was like step and fetching type shit. Mm-hmm. Well, what what movie did Kevin Hart do that seemed like some step and fashion type shit? Are, are you asking? That, that, no, like that that's that's the questions that I'm pondering. It's like oh, that's a rhetorical. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, it's like what movie did Kevin Hart do that you that you turned down because you felt it was some step and fashion type shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you if you're going to make these claims, back it up. You gotta back it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least with the Cedric stuff and the Steve Harvey shit, you as soon as that as soon as he said all that shit on on Shannon Sharp's podcast, motherfuckers were coming out the woodwork with videos. Yeah, that's true. I saw one earlier. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Uh, I think two. I mm-hmm. saw Ice Cube and I saw Ricky Snyder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they basically kind of corroborated what Kat said mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, even so, the I, even the Ice Cube thing, right? It, mm-hmm. it collaborated mm-hmm. what Kat said, but it also collab. It also affected how you know intense you were about this this subject. Mm-hmm. And I was going <laughs> to joke. I was going to joke about the fact that we may need a. Uh, a counter for you in the corner okay. to see how many to see how many <laughs> profane words that you drop in this episode. <laughs> and I, I think the Illuminati cut your ass off. He was talking to right. right. <laughs> I, I swear to you, I'm I'm experiencing an unprecedented level of f bombs and all of that from you. I'm like, oh, whoa, uh, right. okay. 
Like, you, you, you know what surprised me the most about, uh, and this is what I, I thought you guys were going to we're going to say the surprise me most about the interview is are we going to talk about the whole P, P. Diddy thing? Are we talking about that? Uh, we can because like, like, <laughs> am I that, the only one that thought P. Diddy was like the most masculine of <laughs> you know <laughs> rap artist? Like my mind never even went there. It never went there. Not one time. That I think right. that this was even a possibility because of the way uh, of his persona. Mm. Never thought that in a million years. What about you guys? Me, not at all. It it was one of those things where it's still hard to believe now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. every time you saw him, he was either in business meetings or when he was, you know, doing music videos, he was always a serious cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when he looked like he was having fun, he was seriously having fun. So it was like, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So to hear this stuff, it's like, yo, wait, what? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I you know, at first I was thinking, because I, I I am a believer in the code of silence. I believe in the code of silence. <laughs> if you see something, you don't see me, shut your mouth, you know. Which makes me wonder what the fuck happened. That would make him break this code of silence. Like he was like, fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck everybody. You know, maybe he felt, I, I'm just empathizing. At some point, he felt uh, devalued or not disrespected by, you know, by his, his peers in black entertainment or, you know, by other black artists or, um, you know comedians and maybe he just had enough but yeah usually i'm all for code of silence you don't say shit you don't say anything you know take shit to the grave but for him mm-hmm. to to let it out like that i'm like Woo-hoo. Mm. it was entertaining but okay uh, right okay so <laughs> so if i had to put my hat in with the whole p diddy thing yeah uh if I'm to believe that everybody in Hollywood is sucking dick and doing all this other shit for roles and all this other stuff mm-hmm. and power, then I gotta believe that Diddy's out here taking penis. Like, mm-hmm. if, if I have to, if, if that's what everybody is saying is happening, I gotta believe it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, on the flip side, it's like, why Diddy? It's like, doesn't he run the company? <laughs> well, you know, there's other powerful people. There's other powerful people, and and if he wants that level of more power, then I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. I, like I like I said, if I'm to believe what everybody is saying that happens at Hollywood, yeah. So why all not this then? stuff? Why not? Why him? not? Why not? Right. Why not him? The casting couch is very real. We know that. So yeah. yeah so why not? You know. Uh, you know, why not Diddy and all these other people, you know, that, that we look at and it's like, oh, no way. Yeah, them too. <laughs> They're all included. Mm-hmm. Them too. Okay, so here, here's another thing that I want to throw out too when it mm-hmm. comes to Cat about people stealing jokes, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Doesn't everybody? You know Doesn't what? I always everybody... thought that... <laughs> 
Okay, you know, are you supposed to at least ask? Like, I thought there there was a, you know, hey, dude, I like your joke, whatever. Can I tweak it a little bit? Um, yeah, I believe that, too. That I didn't know that it was stealing. I thought you should at least get permission to, to tweak it, though, you know? Mm, so, yeah. Okay, and so then, so then my other part to that caveat is, do you? How do you own a joke? Yeah. Is, are, are you are you copywriting these things? Are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, right? How? how because if if and I say because I I make beats mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people who make hip hop or lo-fi beats, lo-fi hip hop beats. We all sample, like mm-hmm. some some beats are created on its own, and 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 a lot is sampled. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some will say cool, and some will be like that's wrong. Uh-huh. It's, it's, to me, it's just like it's just a part. It's a part of it, like mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I, I think that that's another part that I always think about too is. How do you own a joke? How do you own a joke? I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I guess you would have to uh, ask a comedian, like, do they write that down? Or a lot of this improv and it just come off the top of your head? Like, it's, I, I don't know. Because when, when, I, when I did the, uh, the Late Sessions episode, mm-hmm. one of the things that I said was, I said, Cat Williams is saying what he's saying about people taking jokes. But am I to believe that your hand has never been in the cookie jar? And as soon as I said that and we recorded it, Corey Holcomb mm-hmm. said that Cat Williams took a joke from J.B. Smooth. Now, I don't know that to be true, uh-huh. but but everybody, it seemed like everybody is putting putting their secrets out and putting people other other people's secrets out. So it's like, now, then I'm then I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, mm-hmm. so now somebody's coming out and saying you took something, right? So are they just taking jokes from people that they think are not going to make it to their level? They think that you know, well, you know, this this cat's not gonna, you know, it's it's not gonna reach the level of success. So yeah, I, I can take. I can take their joke. Is that is that what's going on? I, I mean that 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 could be the the honest answer. It could mm-hmm. be just that's what it sounded like to me. Because mm-hmm. 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 I think he did say something about it, and I should have you know took notes. But I remember him saying something that uh, a lot of the other um, uh, comedians probably thought that oh he was you know he wasn't as important or. You know, he wasn't going to make it to the level that he was. So, yeah, he definitely felt, you know, he felt disvalued, you know, devalued. You know? Mm-hmm. So they didn't, they were like, oh, yeah, little, little Cat Williams. <laughs> who is he? Right. <laughs> yeah, who, who is he? You know. You know, and, and, and it's like, it's weird to see, like, old video of, like, Cat Williams because it's like, before he was Money Mike and before he was Cat... Like, I remember I remember him being on Comic View as Cat in the Hat. Uh-huh. And it's, just, it's, it's like... And of course, you, you, 
It's like, there's there are people that was on Comic View. You was like, oh, man, I, I think they're going to do some damage. And then there's ones that you was like, no, nah, I don't think I'm ever see them. You know, I and, and it's I, usually the ones that you say I've never seen them. Those are the ones that blow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. like I looked. What I remember first seeing Ricky Smiley, and I was like, oh, like this dude got something. Right. Um, I never said that about Jamario, but mm-hmm. like you know, and so so, but you had, but you know, it's it's just one of those things. Some some, but I I feel like. I, I think the only time I would have a problem with somebody stealing a joke mm-hmm. is if you said that shit line for line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you changed it and it was still kind of the same premise, but you changed it, okay. then I'm kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. So, so, so in your opinion, tweaking isn't stealing. So it's only stealing if it's line from line. I, I would think in that particular space to me, and I could be told I am I'm not a comedian. Right. I, I don't I don't write jokes and stuff. So to me it's like if you take something that I said line for line, you didn't change nothing. It was uh-huh. my exact uh-huh. joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when Kat was talking about the spaceship joke that Cedric used in the King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. That was close. You, you good with that? That yeah, that because that the, okay, was, the was only Cat thing he Williams changed thing. was the vehicle. The only right. thing yeah. he changed was the vehicle. That's a tweak. That's, That's a, a tweak. tweak. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so okay. who owns the joke? And therein lies that's why I said who really owns the joke. How, how do you own these jokes? Like, are you copywriting these jokes? I are know. you like, I, what are you doing? Like, you know, I'm kind of. No, I'm be honest with you. I'm, I'm kind. I'm, I'm on cat side on this one because I did hear the joke side to side, and the mm-hmm. only thing that was different different was the vehicle. So, uh, like, cat, he was talking about you know a car. Cedric, he was talking about you know going to the moon in the spaceship. That's the only thing that was different. even his mannerisms, how he did the joke. Did you see that? How he yeah. the mannerisms. Mm-hmm. He even copied that. That was identical to what what Cat did. That's stealing to me, in my my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Who am I? <laughs> so you know, I kind of struggle with that a little bit when I <clears throat> go out. And I shoot landscape photography. It's like, okay, so everybody shot the Chicago theater. Mm-hmm. What makes mine different other than maybe the angle or the time of day? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I own that? Yet, I will get real personal territorial if I actually see something that I know I shot on somebody else's social media and they cut my word marks out and all that other stuff. Yeah, we're going to fight. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean... If we're thinking about this legally, I it's just another it's just a building. I just shot it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. See, see the difference in and what you said was when you when you take those pictures from whatever angle, whether it's day or night, when you post that up, knowing that somebody else might have taken a picture of the same building, mm-hmm. your their angle and your angle is probably different, even though it's the same building. Mm-hmm. You put your you put your watermark on your picture, mm-hmm. and then somebody takes your picture, 
post it on their thing and takes your watermark. That's stealing. Yes. That's mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's stealing to me. Mm-hmm. Now, if and I and I get I get where you're coming from as far as the whole like it's the car and then it's like with Sid it's the spaceship and the mannerisms and I, but it's like I then I go back to like I, I could agree where it's like yeah even though you even though you you shifted in certain things a lot of stuff you kept. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's kind of stealing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, how do you, how do you own a joke? How, you know what I'm saying? It's, right. How do you own a joke? Now that's a that's a Google question. You know, we need to have a we need need to have a a, a lawyer on the side with us just uh, <laughs> just typing <laughs> legal. <laughs> Typing in legal questions and feeding us the answer. Right. I, I totally feel like I want to Google that right now. Right. <laughs> you know what? I did. Yeah, there's yeah, we okay, be the paralegal tree. What what, what do they say? Right. Okay, paralegal. Let's see. You know what? There's a video that they want to watch. I'm not watching the video. Yeah, we're not watching it. Jermaine uh, Roundtree Esquire. Let's go, baby. Let's there we go. go. <laughs> You, you really gonna put my government out there? You ain't been that in a whole two years. Oh my goodness! Well, you, you are legal experts, so you got you gotta have the whole thing. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> so, in theory, a joke can be copyrighted, but there are numerous barriers that might allow might not allow a plaintiff to gain copyright protection. So, um, Federal copyright laws uh, protect the expression of ideas, but not the ideas themselves. Okay. Okay. All right. Because see, so, cause see, here's the thing. Like, I can hear somebody, right? So, so that's like me having a joke about scratching my balls, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then another male comic talking about scratching his balls. Am I gonna be like, hey nigga, you took my joke? Or it's just like, hey man, we're <laughs> right. men and our balls itch. So like, right. like, I can't, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a so it looks like there's a shade of gray. It's, it's kind of shady there. It's like there's right. there's yeah. room or there's room for interpretation. And it, and it's art. And I think that a lot of people <clears throat> make it seem like there's art that's so original when art is is sampled all the time. Right. So it it's it it makes it weird to, because it's like yeah, it's like uh, like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know cuz Right. Well, it, it it's makes us, to me. makes us uh, it makes me glad that I'm not a comedian. <laughs> right. Now the whole Steve Harvey Mark Curry that is fucking theft. Yes. Because you, you didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. That whole Halloween, like, they they put a box on us and it was like, just, just say we work at UPS. That is total, like, mm-hmm. theft. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You took that dude's whole Yeah, joke. you took the whole thing. <laughs> didn't change anything about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I would I would say honestly I think that going back to what I was saying as far as like with 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 beat making 
uh-huh. think Sid, I think what Sid did was he sampled. He took he took an Isley brother uh song uh-huh. and even though it's you could tell which Isley song it is, he kinda did something different with it. Wasn't a whole lot of difference. Mm-hmm. But he did something different, mm-hmm. whereas Steve Harvey just took an Isley Brothers record and just was like, and played the song, and he was like, this is my song. I, right. I made this song. Uh-huh. No, nigga, that's an Isley Brothers song. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you, like, that's, that's, that's total theft. That's right. the same thing, at Tree, when you were talking about with your watermark. Mm-hmm. Because basically, oh, yeah. you cut my the... watermark out, it's a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know there's a way to do that, to take out your watermark, right? Oh, yeah, because I, I do, like, some graphic image stuff, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not, it may not be on the same level as my photography, but I, uh-huh. I do some stuff. Right. Didn't I just do the new thing for the for the uh, pod? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So, so this is the other thing that I kind of wanted to discuss. And with the whole like Cat Williams stuff, mm-hmm. um, I don't particularly like when you say that somebody's not funny. Okay. Here, here's why I say that. Mm-hmm. Because all of this shit is subjective. It's all art. It is. Art yeah. is subjective because. Yep. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. I don't think Cat Williams ain't that fucking funny. Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> Coming to get you. Right. I I don't I don't think that Cat Williams is that funny. Uh-huh. What the hell you think? <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh-huh. subjective. It is. It is subjective. When we start, when, yeah. when you as a comedian is saying that somebody ain't funny because you don't like them, that's fucking shit. That's bullshit to me mm-hmm. because, hey, dog, to me, you're not that funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emotional, damn it. <laughs> 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 So I just I I hate that stamp because it's it's like this. Like one of my friends had a conversation with me about Ricky Smiley. Uh-huh. And I've seen Ricky Smiley not only on you know TV and stand-up specials, but I saw Ricky Smiley live. Okay. Ricky Smiley's fucking hilarious to uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. And so mm-hmm. Me and my friend uh, Dre were going back and forth about Ricky Smiley. And I told him, I said, I think the reason why, even though art is subjective, I said, I think the reason why you don't find what Ricky Smiley says funny is because Ricky Smiley has this, this humor where it's more about Southern Baptist Church stuff right. mm-hmm. and HBCU stuff. Uh huh. You were never around for that. Yeah, so they can't relate. If it's not right. relatable, then yeah, right. It's, it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand uh, 
what you're talking about, about, you know, art being subjective. Uh, my sister and I, we went to, um, for New Year's Eve, uh, we went to the D. Ray Davis uh, comedy special or whatever, you know, he hosts other, mm-hmm. um, you know, other comedians. It's like a, a comedy concert or whatever. And so yeah. Michael Blackson was, I, I think, yeah, I think, think he was there. Michael Blackson was there. I did not, I do not think he's funny at all. Subjective. You were so right. My sister was cracking a rib. And I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing? Like, this nigga ain't funny. You know, right. <laughs> are you kidding me? Really? Oh my God. He's a bad. She's just bald over. And I'm like, yeah, and I, and I get that too because I get that too. You know why? Because I'm with you on that same boat. I don't. I, Michael Blackson. I don't get it. I, I, can, I don't get it. And you know what? I don't think when a comedian um, uses profanity in mm-hmm. place of comedy, I yeah, to me, you're not funny. If every other word is an MF or da da da, yeah, that's not funny. Can you be funny without saying that? And not, and I'm not saying that I don't like, you know, uh, comedy that has profanity or something like that. But if it's the absence of profanity, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think he was funny at all. And people, mm-hmm. and my sisters, like, I'm like, girls, bathroom break for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'll be back. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So you are very right about comedy is subjective. Everyone's not going to laugh at the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, that 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 was the thing. To, like like I said, that was the thing. I was just like, all right, man. Like I, it's like I know what you're doing because you you're in your mode right now, but right. And I get you. Like I said, there was certain stuff. Like when I first saw it, I was just like, "Oh shit, mm-hmm. Cat is killing these niggas." Yes. And, <laughs> and then the second time I saw it, I was like, "There was part of me, part of me was just like, oh shit." And then, then I was just like, "I don't know, man." Like, it's, right, right, yeah. I don't think I've seen all twelve of his Netflix specials. Have you seen all twelve of his Netflix specials? <laughs> no, I, 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 I have. You have? I haven't. Mm-hmm. I have not. I have not. I've I've probably seen maybe three or four of them, and now it kind of makes me want to. I bet I, I bet you a lot of people are watching his twelve Netflix specials now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have to queue a few of those up. Okay. But right. Yeah, because I'm, I'm more interested in looking for. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm more interested in looking for Cedric to entertain the specials now that he said that you know they're not available. <laughs> <All right. 'cause laughs> like, I don't know, but you know me. I'm that dude. Right. I will find it. Okay. I got a particular set of skills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's some here's something else that I wanted to bring up too mm-hmm. that came from from that interview. Uh-huh. And this is something that I told Dnick. I said I forgot to bring this up on late sessions, but I was like, hell. If I forgot it, I'm just going to bring it up with y'all. The whole black men having to wear dresses in Hollywood to up their career. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's true? Do you think that's just full of shit? I'm going to go with the second one. You think it's full of shit? Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I mean, because uh, you got comedy greats like Flip Wilson that's done it. Take the you words know. out of my mouth. Get out of here. I was about to say Flip Wilson was the first one that I first man black man that I saw do that. And he did it very Geraldine. Right. He did it very well. Mm. Yes. But it's, but see he, here's the thing also. People forget that a lot of white actors did the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that whole like wearing a dress shit always lends itself to comedy. Right. Exactly. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. So I'm leaning more towards the fullest shit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I've never heard Samuel L. Jackson ever say, "Oh, they tried to put me in a dress in this movie." Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. heard Denzel say that. Mm-hmm. Like Wesley Snipes did it for Two Wong Fu. I mean, but that was kind of a comedy, right? Right. And he so, and it was brilliant. It was. It was. That was a wonderful movie where he did that mm-hmm. too. I love that movie, yep. And you know what? I've never heard anybody so far in the industry say, you know, they, they wanted to put me in a dress and if I refused, then your career was over. Right. Right. I've never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because right. Right. I, I remember I remember a story that Dave Chappelle told about them trying to put him in a dress in the uh, movie that he was in with, when it was... Uh, what was the name of that Martin? It was it was a movie with Martin Lawrence and Dave Chappelle was in it. Um, Blue was it was it Blue Street something like that, where Martin was like the jewel thief and he masqueraded as a police officer. Uh huh. That's Blue Street. Okay. Yeah, Blue Street. So Dave Chappelle was in that movie. He kept saying they were trying to get him to 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 put on this dress and mm-hmm. he refused. Mm-hmm. They didn't kick you off the movie, right? Because you refused. Mm-hmm. They they wrote something else. Now, mm-hmm. granted, in Dave Chappelle's eyes at, at that particular time, he was like, "That made me think they already had a, a, a like something different because they wrote that shit up so fast." Like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and, and I and, and, and I get it, but mm-hmm. it was like they didn't say, "Oh well, you know, you being too difficult, you got to get the fuck out of here." Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. stayed on the movie, right? I, so uh, to me, it, it just seems like the whole dress stuff only comes up in comedy because right. that's the that's what they think is that's what a Hollywood system from having white men do it mm-hmm. to other people doing mm-hmm. it too. It just seems like it's just a a a gag like exactly comedy thing. Yeah. So it's know? not it's not a uh, it's not a race thing. Oh yeah, it's not a race thing. It's just it's a comedy thing. It's a let's sell tickets thing. It's a uh, you know let's get. But to a, but to a lot of but to a lot of black actors or comedians, I should say comedians, because it seemed like it's all like black comedians who are saying it that right. this is the thing they they always trying to get us to. You know, I've heard I've heard Cat Williams say. I've heard uh, Corey Holcomb say some stuff like that. I've heard. Um, uh, Chappelle and and a couple of other Godfrey. I've heard, and all of these are comedians. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, look, I've never heard any other black actor who's not a comedic actor say things of that nature. Right, right. So well, of course they're me, not going to do that in the drama. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. So have you ever heard have you ever heard of a, a, a white comedic actor complain about it? 
No. no. Or is it just us? Or is it just it it seems like it's just us. Which lends to um probably a bigger, more issue in our community then. Right, because I'm thinking, didn't Patrick Swayze, you know, have a dress on in that same movie? With yeah, two, one, two. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. Yeah. Patrick Swayze. It, it, <laughs> for uh, black men, it goes to you know feeling, well, you know everything goes back to slavery. So feeling mm-hmm. emasculated, yeah, <laughs> you know, feeling emasculated, and, and, and that's what and that's what and that's what they use mm-hmm. every every time you hear somebody talk about the whole they trying to put me in a dress. It mm-hmm. always goes back to and and I get it because it because you're right. Mm-hmm. It goes back to slavery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and it and it has to do with a lot of emasculation, Absolutely. right? So, mm-hmm. so a, a lot of a lot of them will will say that. Mm-hmm. So here's my flip to this: if you're supposed to be out there chasing the bag, chase and, the bag, <laughs> and and you secure about you know the skin that you're in. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jamie Foxx did Wanda, mm-hmm. and now he's Very like well. one of the biggest action stars mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me you wouldn't put on the dress to like you know right. get to level up? Absolutely. And only and only did it for comedy purposes. Yeah. And right. Then after, and then after that, did anybody else? Did we see any other movie where Jamie Foxx was asked to wear another dress? No. Not at all. No, not at all. Like once he got to the level where he is Jamie Foxx and he's holding an Oscar, there's there are no more dresses. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no more dresses. And oh, look, yeah. the closest thing he came to it was that outfit in Django. Yeah. With There's the ruffles. Some... Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that uh that bright ass indigo blue outfit he Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Riding on his horse. Riding on his and mind you, that was that movie was like a comedy. So it was like right. yeah, dog. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, sorry, if I'm Cat Williams, some of those things I'm, you know, biting the bullet for. Exactly. If I'm gonna get to that level. Yeah, yeah. When you get to that level and you you know, when you're negotiating your contract, yeah, there's there are no no more dresses. <laughs> you, you, right. You, know, you reach that pinnacle, there's there's no more dress, there's no more dresses. Uh-huh. It's like he showed his range. He could do this, he could do that. He right. Could, it's like right. What's yeah. left? Yeah, <laughs> right. And 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 here's the thing. I, I'm not taking away from anything that these 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 guys may feel. Mm-hmm. It can be that for them. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, I, I I just like every time I hear about it, I'm just like, it just seems all of this stuff is done because it's a history. It's I, I, I don't ever think about the whole history of like slavery and emasculation. I always mm-hmm. go back to this seems like a his, it's a comedy trope mm-hmm. that everybody has done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think about uh like like I said with Tom Tom Hanks doing bosom buddies and mm-hmm. and and you know you've had you've had Patrick Swayze do it. Mm-hmm. You've had Milton mm-hmm. Burrow and them doing it. Exactly. And vaudeville yeah. stuff. Right. This stuff isn't new. Right. It's just, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there is a history mm-hmm. of white men and white women putting on blackface and dressing up, acting like they was niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and, and mm-hmm. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But again, I also look at it as not only was it fucking racist, but that was a quote unquote comedy trope, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't know if if there's a if there's a even a like uh, if there's an issue of just like maybe as as men, especially black men, not only do we not want to feel like we're emasculated, but it's just like, mm-hmm. is there something with black men that just says like, yeah. I don't want to pretend like I'm a woman. I don't want to, because that ain't me, and I right. shouldn't have to pretend like I'm a woman, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because in my mind, I'm thinking that with 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 being with being a man is it's more than just the masculine we also have if if we believe in the bible and we say that we came from man and woman mm-hmm. don't we have both in us yeah. to to walk in a masculine and in a feminine right. and i'm not saying yeah. you got to wear a dress to do it mm-hmm. i'm just saying to understand right Mm-hmm. That we we have the masculine and the feminine, right? That we embody both. That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but that doesn't mean everyone's comfortable. Uh, you know, just given the way that we were, you know, that we were raised, the society we live in, and you know, the culture we come from. Yeah, those those feelings aren't always you know uh, encouraged or embraced. So. You know, right. there, there, there's definitely a sensitivity to it, and and you're right. It it brings on, uh, yeah, like our white white actors have those conversations. Is this just a conversation that's in the black community? Right. You know? yeah. And if and it I, is, what's the what's the you know what's the you know what's the cause of it? Mm-hmm. I, I remember friends friends asking me, well, if you was in a movie, um. Like and they wanted you to to you know wear a dress and stuff like that. Would you do it? And yes, you I said no. And it wasn't. I, I'll say I'll say this. I'm I'm just I don't think I would look good. <laughs> I, and it's only because you I'm just I'm vain. I'm va- I am vain as hell. Okay. Like <laughs> I know I know it. I know to some people it don't seem like it, but I am vain uh-huh. as hell. You can rock it. Right. I'm like, I don't know if I can rock that. And then I got big ass calves. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, uh, I don't, I don't, eh, that's not going to be good on me. Like, what about, <laughs> what, hey, Tree, what about you? Would you put on a dress for your, for your art? For my art. Would you put on a dress? Okay, since I'm sacrificing for my art. Yeah. I probably would. Uh-huh. Only because I know I, I'd look good in it. Yeah, oh, you can rock it. <laughs> practically everything I put on. <laughs> Do you make a pretty woman? <laughs> you know what? Maybe if I, you know, shave the wolf off the face or whatever, yeah, right. I probably would. Uh-huh. But I'm, you know, that's not really my thing. Right. But I know I look good at it. Right. right. Yeah. But yeah, we're just talking about for the bag. What? what right. For yeah, bag. for the bag. For the bag, yeah. Um, yeah. If, if if the bag is worth getting, yeah. There you go. I'll now the the, o- the only thing that I could see somebody complain about, because if if you 
it, it, it would be a thing like, okay, after I did this now, if you're giving me scripts where I got to keep putting on drag or women's clothes, I'm like, hey, dog. Like, yeah, what, you what, have what to put we, a stop. What we yeah. do. Yeah. What yeah, we that's do. That's the problem then. Right. Yeah. 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 Because now they're putting. You no, know, I do it one or two times. Yeah, cool. But yeah. Hey. Now, now, now you're being <laughs> right. typecast. We're not doing that. We're just trying to get to the next level. We're not trying to uh, make this a, you know, an ongoing uh, right, and I'm going. But yeah. I'm I'm glad you used the word typecast because this has been in my head since we've been talking about this. Mm-hmm. He took a shot at Phazon. He did. Mm-hmm. He said Phazon's been playing Phazon in every movie. You know, he he's did. Ever been in. He did. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which led me to. It's like, wait a minute. Have you haven't you been playing like a version of yourself in every movie you've been in? Okay. I've seen him or pimp like. Entities oh, around the and, and that's why I said before mm-hmm. that I didn't think Cat Williams was that funny. Mm-hmm. Now, when I saw mm-hmm. Money Mike, when I saw Money Mike, hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, but it seemed like one comedy special after another comedy special. It was always the Pimp Chronicles and Pimp this, right. Pimp down, Pimp it down, Pimp right, it, right, Pimp right. it. Right. I'm just like, all right, man, like, I get, like, so basically, instead of doing all these movies where you probably had to be typecast as Money Mike, you're mm-hmm. bringing that shit to the stage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're still, even though you have control over it, you're still typecasting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, because mm-hmm. he is still a pimp named Slickback. That's okay. right. I gotta say the whole thing like a tribe called Quest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A pimp named Slickback. Yes. <laughs> Him voicing the boondocks. You right. were a pimp named Slickback. Okay. Right. You were nothing else in that in that right. uh, show at all, but a pimp. Right. Right. And, yeah. and, and and you couldn't just call him Slickback. You had to call oh, him no. a pimp mm-hmm. named Slickback. That's right. Yeah. You gotta say the whole yeah. thing. And didn't it didn't um okay, help me with my memory. Didn't Cat get nominated for playing like a was he playing like a pimp? And what was it in, in Atlanta? Right, he was in Atlanta, and yeah, he was. Um, he was nominated he, for that. He was like, a, yeah, he, he, the was, he won. He, he, had he a bunch won of women and... Yeah, you know what? That's the thing too, because I wasn't really clear on if his kid, like, I know he he was Donald Glover's character's like uncle, but right. it was never clear if he was a pimp or anything like that. But uh-huh. he. He just had like he was a yeah he was he had them kind of behaviors yeah it was it was weird it was weird now now I need to go look at that movie because now I uh, I mean you know that one episode because now I'm wondering from Atlanta he's won a primetime Emmy okay he's been nominated for uh uh Ofta Award he's Uh been nominated for uh. International Online Cinema Award. Okay. He's been nom- nominated for a Gold Derby Award. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And he won the award in 2018 for uh, what's that? Black Reel Awards for Television. Okay. So he's basically all from Atlanta. Okay, so that was Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's ve- he's very accomplished. Yeah, he's very accomplished. I think he's mm-hmm. one of those uh, comedians that, that's kind of gone over, under the radar of a lot of, you know. Right. He's gone under and, the radar a little bit, yeah. And, like, so even when he said, like, when he talked about the whole 
Money Mike stuff uh, on in the interview about Ricky Smiley. Mm-hmm. And then Ice Cube said what he said about it. It was, to me, it wasn't like, oh, Cat proved these motherfuckers right. It was just like, it was basically, yeah, we 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 auditioned Ricky Smiley for for Money Mike, mm-hmm. um, and then we we auditioned um, Cat Williams. Cat Williams just brought more to the table, right? Mm-hmm. And we yeah. chose Cat, right? So Ricky Smiley did admit that, mm-hmm. yeah. In his uh, response video, so it was like, okay, what was the part where? I mean, unless Ricky Smiley was doing lip service to make him, you know, make himself not seem as bad as he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did admit that, yeah, they pretty much thought they had it in the bag, and then they switched it up on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. to so, me, that that's what it sounded like. It sounded like because it's true that he, Ricky Smiley, went and auditioned. And maybe they were going to give it to him until they saw Cat and was like, oh, Cat is doing all this extra stuff. He's adding this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? And from what was told, it was like the Money Mike character wasn't that. Mm-hmm. In, in the original script, he wasn't that. He wasn't out there like that. He would You would see him from time to time, but it wasn't like until Cat Williams showed up. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the nature of that's the nature of the business, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he went from like some innocuous background character to a scene stealer. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, it's like that. That's why I was just like, like if I only saw this once, this interview one time, mm-hmm. I probably would have came and just said like, "Can't kill all you motherfuckers!" Like you know, I probably would have just said, that, but it's like. After you watch the interview again, it's like, right. yeah, and and I'm sure, the, I'm sure the fallout isn't over. I'm sure there's still more to <laughs> right. Sure still because more to because come, right? everybody he said something about to mm-hmm. basically responded. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I didn't even, I, didn't is, uh... shit, I didn't know he said shit about Ludacris, and Ludacris responded to it. I'm mm-hmm. like, when, when did, he, did he say that. something about? Yeah, said, he did he totally say something did. about Ludacris? I totally missed that. If he did, I... yeah, that's see. Now I, I gotta go cue the video up again. Because uh, I don't remember him saying Ludacris by name, and then all of a sudden I see Ludacris <laughs> with a video freestyling, and he said some shit about it. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, he talked about Luda. He talked about everybody. Uh, uh, leaving their first wives for an ugly, light skinned version of uh-huh. the second. Life. I did hear that part. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe that had something to do with Luda then. Because <laughs> he because he said, you notice how they get these light skinned wives and their wives are never interviewed and never talked, you know, to about nothing. Uh-huh. You you don't hear nothing from them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you know when Kanye and Gold Digger said, and when they get on, they leave your ass for a white girl. Yeah, I guess that. I guess now you got to change it. I guess you gotta change it now. When they get on, they, they leave your ass for a light skin for or something like you gotta, right? Well, well I guess they they'll do it for a light skin because, like, technically, your light skin you're still black, so they didn't go all the way. Right, <laughs> right. They didn't go all you the know, way to the other side. Just, just enough where you still down, but you, you passing, exactly. so you over. You, you know what? And, both. And, and here's the thing: I remember 
when, when he said that thing about light-skinned women, mm-hmm. it, it brought me back to this time when I was in uh, high school. Uh-huh. And this one girl, um, she told me, I didn't know she liked me until we graduated. Uh-huh. And But she said to me, she said, oh, I know I wasn't your type because all you talked to was light-skinned girls. Mm-hmm. I was, was like, right? and I was, yeah, yeah. she was right. Like, <laughs> okay, see, see, here's the thing. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, because you light-skinned, I'm going to holler at you. It was just, I, I follow people's rhythm. If you, if you, if you're, you know, if you giving me something, I'm going to give it back to you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it don't matter if you're light-skinned or dark-skinned. If you're giving me something, I'm going to give it back to you. Right. Um, <clears throat> it just so happened that it was light-skinned girls. That was... Mm-hmm. And so, I, in turn, told her, I said, I just thought dark-skinned girls didn't like me. Uh-huh. And she said, well, that's bullshit because I liked you and you didn't, and you never said anything about it. I was like, well, I didn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet you start talking to dark skinned girls after. Oh, that. I, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I said I gotta make up. I gotta make up. I'm, uh, so, sorry. Make up time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Talk to the chocolate sisters. See what uh-huh. they got from me. <laughs> but but I think also I think there there is something very unconscious that we don't discuss either when it comes to who we I guess quote unquote prefer and and everything like that and it's just like are we talking about colorism now yeah yeah. all right let's get into it so it's 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 a thing where I don't think I think you don't really notice it until somebody points it out Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And then when it's pointed out to you, then you're just like, "Oh shit!" Well, I didn't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, a, you know that's but the, but that's, some people but some people would be like, "No, I don't care. I like who I like." You know? Yeah, that's the beast of colonialism. That's the byproduct of colonialism, and you know the you know you know what's being. You're raped and all that, you know. So mm-hmm. that's just a byproduct of of that. Sometimes it is, um, it's a it's a subconscious thing, you know. Right. But, uh, that's that's exactly what that's exactly what 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 that stems from. You know? mm-hmm. you know, see, so you don't think you have a preference. So is that really your preference, or you know, has uh, society taught us that this is what's was valued and was beautiful and and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and it goes back to, you know, black men in dresses. Like, every, everything's about slavery. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, thought, you thought you liked that cute uh, light-skinned girl because she was nice to you. No, you liked it because <laughs> it had nothing to do with you. Right. <laughs> We've been colonized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, you know, the other part of it too. I was just like, man, like the other part I said too in that cat. I was like, 
but it, it's not like she ain't black. She's black. She's a black woman. Uh huh. But then, but then it's also like, yeah, that's that's black women come in all shape, sizes, and skin tones, and right. Mm-hmm. But why am I only fixated with this type of black? Woman? Right. Uh huh. You know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Do we need Do we need to take a, a poll on how many? Uh... <laughs> Look, that, that almost sounds like a, a separate episode. Like, <laughs> now, okay, let's write that down. That, that wasn't part of the talking points, but okay, now we can do that on it. Do that on the next show. Colorism <laughs> is alive and real. <laughs> alive and real. Yeah. I thought it was funny uh, when Kat was uh, talking about Jonathan Majors. Did you hear the part where he said, you know, Hollywood has convinced us that this ugly guy is really good looking? <laughs> 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 I mean, we yeah, that. I, yeah, I, I can't lie. That was that was that was hilarious. I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he also said, uh, you know, uh, like he does, Cat Williams said he doesn't mess around with white women because white women will, he said, I like them, but they will bring you down. <laughs> they will right. Bring you down. He stayed a hell away from, from white mm-hmm. women. But then Jonathan Majors had good old Megan Good help him go to, <laughs> he got his, uh, he got his uh, sentence yes. knocked down or something uh-huh. like that. Because the black woman stood next to him, and yeah, that's mm-hmm. another episode how black women, you know, uh, you know, we could say that, and I've heard this a lot too. Another uh, another episode, so so take notes. Um, how black women uh, or black men need black women to be supportive mm-hmm. uh, when there is a troubling time. We're there to be supportive. We're there to to help you and nurture you, and then when you get on. Okay, what's the what's the song? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, fill it in, uh, uh, Trey. What's the song? You leave your ass for what? Oh, okay. (laughs) Kanye's Kanye's Goldjigger song when they get Uh by you, stick by you, you get it, get up and well, you are right. You get your ass up off the floor. It's like Uh uh, let me go to this white girl over here. Another episode, another episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I wanna bring this up too because because you're with us. Um uh what what's going on with the, the black and brown film film festival and all of that stuff, everything that you're doing, what's going on with that? There is so much going on. I'm glad you asked. Um we are officially a nonprofit. We are officially a recognized nonprofit. Um, yeah, so that's that's great. We uh, uh, we had a a fundraising event called the the Vibe Pop Up Museum, which was a celebration of of women in color. And, uh, and how women of color uses their sexuality in the arts. And that was, oh my God, that was wonderful. Um, but uh, yeah, so, so we're a recognized nonprofit. We have a couple of, uh, we have a couple of uh, events that are coming up. Um, 
for 2024. Right now, we're doing an art auction. So the artist that um, that was at the uh, the Vibe Pop Up Museum. So we're doing an art auction with those artists to help support them and to help support uh, BBFF and raise money, um, raise money for for that. You know, I hired a a fundraiser, <laughs> and uh, this is the part that's that's kind of not fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like when you really get into the uh, the business of of uh, running a nonprofit because you have mm-hmm. to you have to do fundraising and stuff like that. So, you know, I hired a non uh, I hired a, a fundraiser to to help me out with that. And there's a lot that I need to learn. Right. <laughs> there's a lot that I need to learn. Like it starts with an idea and then the idea starts to mushroom. Be like, oh my God, people are actually showing up. People are actually interested in what I'm doing. So I'm legit. So now I need to do all these legit things, <laughs> you know, so the, the mustard seed is totally grown. But yeah, it's 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 exciting. It's fun. Um, you know, I, you know, we're still supporting black and brown uh, film filmmakers um we're gonna have the the film festival is always in october we're always shooting for october for that okay uh, yeah it's you know it's 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 a it's a great thing i um for the vibe pop-up pop-up museum we had five uh we have five different exhibits uh so we did literature um, music, um, art, um, we did cinema, and for the cinema, I, I put out a, I put out a call on Film Freeway that we, you know, because I'm trying to, I was trying to, you know, trying to get some, some movies to show for, for that exhibit. Mm-hmm. We received 359 submissions. Wow. So imagine sitting there having to look at 359 movies. But wait, this is the funny part, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, More than half of them were from Iran. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) I could put put on a film festival with movies just, I could put on an Iranian film festival. So that shows two things. People don't read. I don't know. Aren't they technically brown kind of ish? People do not read. Oh my! Yeah, I guess. Well, you know, they don't claim that though. They do not claim to be people of color. You know, they they think that they say that they're white. I think they say they're white, right? I think that's Iranians. Don't they say that they're white? Or did that change? I don't. I don't think they actually said. I think it's more like they kind of. I don't think categorizes. It's Caucasian, right? Um, yeah. I think they, I, yeah, I think they are. But yeah, so that wasn't exactly what I uh, I expected when I got the three hundred and fifty nine submissions. But we were able to um, to narrow it down to two. Um, they were two Brazilian uh, filmmakers, um, and yes, and they did a wonderful job. So. Yeah, so we're going to uh, do the Vibe Pop-Up Museum again in June. We think that we'll have uh, a better turnout. Um, I was hoping for 80. I got 35. So I'm thinking with with a nicer weather, 
uh, getting the word out, people learning more about us, that they'll probably, you know, that they'll, people will show up for that. And then, of course, we'll we'll finish out the year with the uh, the film festival in October. So, yeah, oh, okay. but yeah, we're, we're a nonprofit and it's a lot of work. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a lot of work. My little tiny idea. Yeah, I, like, geez, I'm it's still a lot stuck in 300 on. plus narrowed down to two. Narrowed right. down to two. <laughs> Narrowed it down to two, and I tell you, after you watch, go on. Uh huh. How do you, how do you how do you narrow all of those films down to just two though? Like how how do you how do you do that? Well, so, uh, there was a first round tournament, and then uh, <laughs> well, you the know, one hundred fiftieth seed played like the one seed. <laughs> do, do y'all give Do y'all give movies like the uh? Like, all right, man, something better happen in like ten minutes. If it don't, like, you know, no, you know bump. what? It's more like if shit ain't popping off in one minute, you're done. <laughs> Wait, so they didn't send like trailers? They just sent the whole movie. No, you had to sit through the whole, whole thing. Now I did oh, wow. have, um, uh, I, I did have that. It can't be more that the movie couldn't be more than uh, five minutes. Um, okay. So, so yeah, no one, they weren't sending me, I, okay, so I did get a couple of 20 minute, 30 minutes, those were automatically disqualified. Again, people don't read. So if you send uh, me a 30 minute movie, like I'm not even wasting my time, <laughs> you know, right. I don't have time for that. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, I, I, you know, in being on the other end of, um, of being in the film festival because you know i was in my feelings about my film the singles not being chosen um for the 20 film festivals that i submitted it to but now i kind of get it though you know you talked about that last time you were here so yeah yeah it was too long it was 20 it was 20 minutes it was too long um, yeah, a, a film, a film, and a film festival should be. You no, know, I think the sweet spot is like twelve minutes or something like that. You know, mm. so being on the other side as a programmer, and I'm mm-hmm. sitting here, I'm watching three hundred and fifty nine films. Yeah, if it right. doesn't pop off, and in one minute, if I don't see a woman of color in the first like thirty seconds, I, I'm like, okay, well, you're losing me. But after the, the one minute and it's, and it's not about a woman of color or, you know, it's only about, you know, some, you know, some guy out there shooting sheep or something. I'm like, oh, my God, next. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're losing me. Right. <laughs> You're losing me. You know, so, yeah. So our uh, the submissions for the October Film Festival is actually going to begin on January 15th, MLK Day. Um, We're going to be open for submissions uh, via Film Freeway. So we're giving people plenty of time. And this time I learned how to work my settings where (laughs) I was like, okay, let's let's keep it in the United States. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's keep it in the United States. Let's limit the films to like 10 minutes. You know, right. Like again, people don't read directions. So mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. So I always thought that. Um, huh? I always thought that um, that the uh, like like with film festivals, there were some film festivals that be like, uh, yeah, here's here's a category for like 10 minutes. Here's a category for like 30. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that that type of stuff. Like, but I, but but I. I'm thinking about what you were saying, and I'm like, you know, 
to get somebody's attention. Yeah. Like if if I see something that's like if I'm running a film festival and I see something that's 30, 40 minutes, I'm kind of just like, Ugh, with everything else I got to do, do I? Right. <laughs> am I, yeah. Am I really gonna pay attention to a forty minute movie? Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like being on the opposite end now, I'm a little less in my feelings. Like I, I totally get it now. I right. totally get it. But yeah, you know, you're competing. A filmmaker is competing with so many other filmmakers. So yeah, you have to grab the attention of the programmer within the first minute. If you don't grab them within the first minute, then you know your film is lost. We don't have time for a slow burn. We can't. <laughs> we, right. We can't do the slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unknown film filmmakers, we haven't earned the right for the slow burn. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, we haven't made it yet. <laughs> right. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Now, once you once you make it and you get a name, then you can get. Oh the yeah, slow then burn. you can do the slow burn. Right. You can do the slow burn. Like what's what's that movie out that's now that I'm sure is going to be nominated? I think Scorsese is behind it. Was it about the? Was it Flower Moon or something? Yeah, like, what is that? yeah, yeah. Well, isn't it like a four-hour movie? Mm-hmm. It's a four-hour or close to four hours. But yeah. you know what? He earned the right. <laughs> to have to make a four hour movie and people actually mm-hmm. buy tickets and sit their ass down for four hours. You right. Know? You know what? I, I'll, I'll say this about Scorsese. Like, mm-hmm. I agree with you. He has earned the right mm-hmm. to to do what length of movies he want to do. Right. My only thing, when I saw The Irishman, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, some of these scenes don't need to be this long. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Like, this. I was like, yeah, because the Irishman that, was a three-hour movie, right? Mm-hmm. That was a three-hour movie. Yep. I'm like, oh my god, that's one of those movies. I don't think you go to the theater to watch. That's one of those movies. Right. You just wait <laughs> until it's on demand, and it take you two, three days to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. Movies. Right. I, but then I, but then I also feel because like, <laughs> conversation like two weeks because I just saw. Um, Zack Snyder's new movie, Rebel Moon, uh-huh. and um, and my thing was, I said I like Rebel Moon, but I was like, but then finding out like he gonna release a director's cut on Netflix as well, and that's four hours, and I'm like, you should have just gave me the four hours, <laughs> like, cause yeah. you you got stuff cut out the film that don't make, and it's just like, man, you should. I sat and watched. Your version of Justice, Justice League, and that thing was like twenty hours. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I watched that. Like, mm-hmm. give me the four hours then. Right, right. You know what? That Justice League, I haven't seen it yet. Uh huh. Because I'm like an NFL quarterback. I got an internal clock. If it's over two and a half, we're done. Right. <laughs> I do right. not want to get sacked by this movie. We out of here. We scrambling. We running for the end zone. Whatever we got to do, we're mm-hmm. done. Two and a half, <laughs> we out. <laughs> right. Yeah, and 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 with those movies, man, it, th- there's uh, <clears throat> there's moments where I could be like, you know, it just depends. Like I, I sit there and be like, yeah, I, I could, I could, I could watch this. I can sit, you know, I could sit for like a couple of hours or something like that. Just you know, but now I'm just like, it, you gotta like, if I hear 
that something is uh this many hours and all this other stuff. Like I'll I'll sit and prepare for it. Like I'll prepare for it, but don't don't tease me at first and then be like, oh, we got a five hour version too. I'm like, nigga, just give me the five hours. <laughs> with like, that pre- with that preparedness, you make me sound like so I I've always tell people it's like since my mom moved from Chicago to Madison, uh-huh. That's a three hour bus ride. I gotta get mentally prepared for that. Right. <laughs> we don't just up and see miles no more. It's like, all right, look, we gotta get the ticket. Mm-hmm. We gotta get in that whole mindset of all right, we gotta go. What, what right. movies are we bringing? Because we're going to bring something. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's <laughs> a three-hour bus ride with stops, probably. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, with a few stops toward the end. Right. Look, it's still three hours in the car when I was driving up there. And at one point, I was driving there without a radio in the car. Right. So, yeah, we, we still need to get mentally prepared to go see moms. It's like, hey, look, I got you, but hold on. <laughs> Right, right. In the right mindset for this. Uh huh. <laughs> Which the only reason I think it's funny because when I, you know, get on plane trips, I don't. I just go. Right. I think I'm going to. Uh, I think I'm going to Phoenix next month. I know that's a three-hour flight at least. Right. I just so you, go. You gonna, you gonna bring <laughs> some stuff with you, or you just gonna? Of course. Or you Dude. gonna have, let them uh, rock with your? Uh, um. You gonna let them rock out with the uh, with the airplane movies or what? No, 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 no. I'm bringing the AR glasses with me. The trust and believe. They went, they went to the Virgin Islands with me. They went to Miami with me. Yes, the AR glasses are going with me to Phoenix. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't need to watch what I'm watching. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I think the last time I went, I went to New Orleans. I don't think I had the AR glasses then. So you know, I had the laptop open and I was watching uh um, the last dragon. Oh, okay. And you know, I'm sitting with my classmates, so they're like, "Yo, where you find that?" And I was like, "Man, look, I got this old DVD. I just digitized it because I needed it on a laptop." Uh huh. Like, Yo, you know, seeing Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth—they was feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> catching yeah. bullets with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh uh-uh, two and a half. That's it. <laughs> Cause I need them other 30 minutes to get ready to get off the plane or to get off the bus. <laughs> so yeah, we mentally prepared to go see moms, but we'll just jump on the plane and go. There's no mental preparedness beyond that. <laughs> just make sure we, you know, get everything straight. Um I get scared of like I've heard right. the, the system I- said, shut up. I know. Like, like, girl, you're, you're doing too much. <laughs> it was like, we don't care about your three-hour preparation for the trip. Shut up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about all these long-ass movies. Uh-huh. Do, you guys, um, uh, do you guys watch all of the, the movies that you think are going to be nominated? Like, I do this thing where when the nominations come out, I make sure to to watch everything so mm. that I'm prepared for Oscar night. Like, are you guys into it like that? Um, I, I, I was right. I would say for me, I would say for me, I'm going to, I'm probably going to watch certain films. I probably won't watch them all. Like, cause some of them I look at them like, I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. like you're not interested. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, like, I, my whole like, no is on the fact that I believe the award shows are uh, fixed to begin with. So even if I did happen to watch one of the movies that were nominated, it's like, all right, it, let's say I, I take a category and I watch all five movies that are nominated. I'm pretty it's sure. It's 10. It's 10. 10? Okay. They nominate 10. Yeah. They nominate 10. I'm pretty sure. The ones that the five that I really like won't even make the nomination cut. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. Okay. So what if what if you watched uh, last year that you think should be nominated? What do you think you should be what? on the list? I was going down my list because I saw the production notes and I was like, I don't think I watched a single movie last year that was actually made last year. Uh-huh. Like my two movies that I like were Top Gun Maverick and the three five five and those both were you know released in twenty twenty two so I was like, mm. ouch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I would say for me, I think the uh, the Spider Man across the the uh, I totally Spider Verse that I saw that right across the Spider Verse that that's one that I'm just like yeah that was that was so good um, that was good I know why. okay I love that movie. But I yeah. know why that didn't pop up on my radar is because I bought the digital. I didn't even go to the show to see it. Uh-huh. Uh, so well, I mean, you still, I, I you knew still I was just going to instantly buy. <laughs> right. I mean, you still saw it that year, so I mean, that counts. Yeah. Now, I saw a couple of movies last week that I think um, are going to be nominated. I um, I saw The Holdovers. Oh, my God. I really kind of enjoyed the holdover. Yeah, that that has I, a. I that, I do want to see that movie, and that movie yeah. does have like a. Yeah, this is gonna get nominated. Yeah, it has holdovers. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you like about that movie? I like that it takes. Like it, it it's not it, it it's not overly dramatic. It's not about it's not about anything epic or you know it, it's it's about just three unlikely people to spend Christmas together they're completely mm-hmm. opposite in their per- personalities and and, uh, and they would probably otherwise never spend time together you know but because mm-hmm. of you know uh, you know the circumstances of the holidays they find found themselves together and and somehow connected and it's just very simple and I right. love movies that are just simple. It's it's not typed. It's not drama. It's just kind of the day in the life of regular people. And you can take a movie about just someone having a conversation over dinner, and mm-hmm. you know, or you know, on a road, a simple road trip, and turn that into uh, something that is, you know, that is uh, deeply human. Enlightening that to me is phenomenal writing. If you could do that, I did after I saw that movie, it's like, oh my god, I need to take another writing class. Let me, <laughs> 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 Let me take, take this simple as you know, just three people just hanging out, and that's mm-hmm. all it was about. It was yeah. so simplistic. You know. So, Vici, quick question. Sure. Uh, when you watch movies, do you watch them as like you know a casual movie fan, or do you watch them as a writer? Both, both, both. But you know, yeah. usually, it is. A, you know what? Yeah, as a filmmaker, I, I watch them as a filmmaker, and I watch them as a 
you know, just, just a person who, who loves cinema. There are times I catch myself as a director and it's like, okay, the camera is over there. That's a pan shot. That's the, okay, that, that angle, they, they rig the camera from da da da, you know? So yeah, it, as a, as a filmmaker, it's hard for, for me to separate um, what I'm seeing on, on screen. What is it called? The, um, what is it, what is it called? When, when you can suspension of disbelief, they call yeah. it that, right? right. Uh-huh. <laughs> of disbelief, and sometimes mm-hmm. as a filmmaker, it's hard to have that that uh, suspension of disbelief because you know how it's made. You know, you yeah. have you know how it's made. You figure out how how they you know the magic that goes uh, that goes behind it. Uh, but then sometimes I can kind of drift into okay, now I'm just a you know I'm, I'm a regular you know, movie goer and I'm, I, I'm escaping into, into the, the story. So, yeah, but I, I, I really did enjoy that film. I was like, okay, I get it. I get yeah. it. Now I, <clears throat> go on. Now that, that's, a, um, I, I do want to see that movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think another movie that I, I really enjoyed and it's mm-hmm. on cause, cause I'm very nostalgic and I've <laughs> been a fan of, the, these characters for a very very long time, but uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem was, was uh-huh. good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Creed Three was was good. Um, uh, Jamie Foxx had a movie called The Burial with him and Tommy Lee Jones. I thought that movie was good too. The um, Burial, yeah, I think I watched that. Okay, uh huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, trying to think what. What was the other films that I saw? Um, oh, uh, All Up in the Biz is a documentary about Biz Marquee. I, I, I really enjoyed that documentary. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, um... I'm I am like going to be taking notes and writing these movies down to, like, <laughs> figure out which ones I'm going to watch on this, this flight to Phoenix. Right. <laughs> You you know what we should do? You know what we should do? How about this? Because I think the 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 nods come out on like the end of the month. I think it comes out the end of the month. Why don't we write down what we think the Oscar picks are going to be and compare notes? Are you guys down for that? That sounds okay. good. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Trey? You wanna you wanna? You want to play around with that and kind of see, the, come up with ten films that you think are going to win. You, I watch. You know what I heard? Um, that's getting. A, there's a movie that that came out that's getting a lot of good hype. It's American Fiction. American Fiction. Um, yeah, I, I want to see that a, movie too. Yeah, it's getting a lot of. Um, a lot of good press. What is that? Jeffrey Wright? I think Jeffrey Wright is in there. And mm-hmm. um, and Issa Rae, she's in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, er- Erica like, Alexander is in that movie. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I think it might be nominated. I think it'll be like, oh, there's that's the cute black movie. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They'll give us one or two. Uh-huh. I, I, I think that one, that one would get in there. Um, I saw it, there's this little movie that I saw, and I didn't think that it would be part of the uh, the possible nominations. And it was a Korean film. It's called Past Lives. 
Yeah, I've, I've heard about that movie. It's really cute. It's, you know, it's a, it's a sweet little tender romantic love story. And I, I'm like, oh, my God. Now, oh you know, I, you know, the, the other movie that I forgot that I saw that I think would, I think it would be nominated. Okay. Is uh, this movie called Air. Air. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's about the... Um, uh, the, uh, the Nikes and Michael Jordan yeah. and all that. Uh-huh. How, how, yeah, okay. Now, that yeah. was one I wanted to see and hadn't got around to it. Right. Oh, that came bro. out earlier in the year, I believe. Mm-hmm. You got to see earlier that Earlier in 2023. Mm-hmm. I yeah, remember you, that one. You got to yeah. see that movie, Tree. It's good. It's, yeah. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, that, you know that how much you like to early, represent. <laughs> early 2023. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's very I, much I, so I good think, one. I think the the two the two movies I would say the three movies to me that I think will have some kind of nomination is like Air, Oppenheimer, and Barbie. Oh oh yes, Oppenheimer. I think I'm gonna watch. Sure. I think I'm gonna watch Air from the moviegoer's perspective as well as the perspective of a former Nike employee. Okay. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, because you have all the insider, uh, all the insider uh, secrets, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only worked for Nike for like five years, but I mean, I know stuff. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. From my time there, so yeah, I'm just gonna see how much most of that lines up <laughs> in the movie. Right. Yeah. And you now, know, the... I... Go on. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say those are the three so far. Well, the other movie that you mentioned, the, the Holdovers, I think that's probably going to get nominated as well. Those, right. Those mm-hmm. are the movies off top of my head that I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can Wait, see. Wait, hold on. You said Barbie is going to get nominated? Yeah. You know, surprisingly, I have not seen it, but surprisingly, it's supposed to be a really good movie. Yeah. I, Every, I, everybody's I been saying that. Mm-hmm. And, I heard some other things about it that wasn't so favorable. Uh-huh. Mainly, like, you know, uh, they felt like the movie was a big feminism banner. Right. And I was like, do I really want to watch something that is supposed to be, like, this polarizing? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I might give it a shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think after 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 the whole Me Too movement, Barbie's going to get nominated. Okay. Yeah. And plus, and plus, Barbie yeah. and and Barbie and and I'm only going because with Barbie and Oppenheimer, those mm-hmm. were the two biggest movies of yes. 2023. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. like, what was Oppenheimer about? Wasn't it about the the making of the yeah the making, the, making of the, of the, the, atom, the making of the mm-hmm. atom bomb yeah making of the atom bomb yeah yes okay, it's I a, it's a it because I got that geek inside of me that wanted to it's, that want to know. <laughs> it's it's right. a Chris it's a Christopher Nolan movie so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be I'll be watching that real soon too. <laughs> right. yeah and then I heard about Maestro Maestro is supposed to be it's supposed to I think that's on Netflix right now yeah uh-huh. yeah I think Maestro you know uh, Killers of the Flower Moon now Scorsese you already yeah. know it's in there yeah <laughs> like, well, that, so- that movie uh, kind of happened again like briefly introduced to it because you know we that whole wrap up of 2023 so i was watching fox news and the the reporter was talking about that that was one of the movies that was on the list yeah i'm pretty sure that's going to be you know i will i wanted to watch it last week 
um, it's on demand for twenty bucks. I don't know if I want to pay twenty dollars for it. <laughs> like it's right. on demand for nineteen ninety-nine. Uh, I'm gonna see if it get if it gets reduced, but yeah, for a four hour movie, I don't know. I might pass on that one though. I might pass I would feel kinda cheated because twenty bucks, that's definitely theater money, which means you know, I don't get the ambiance or the popcorn with that. It, I know. <laughs> but, but you Come get to on, watch man. it for, uh, I, get, I think the good thing about On Demand, how long do you get to keep an On Demand rental? Is it like three days or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think yeah. it's like three, four days. Yeah, so it's one of those where you, you buy it and you just yeah, you you just take take the three days, fall asleep but, on it, let you know. When but you know the crazy part about it. Watch it on the way to work. It, it, <laughs> seemed, it seemed like it's, it seemed like to me when I see stuff on demand, it's like to me it just be like it almost makes you want to buy it because renting it seems so like to rent it is expensive. So it's like I might as well just buy it then if I'm if yeah, I don't if pay this much bucks, money. Because usually a rental, you're thinking a rental is like five ninety nine or something, but like twenty dollars, yeah, that's that's how much it is to buy. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Scorsese needs my twenty dollars. He's doing just fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one that I'll I'll wait and I'll watch that a little bit later. But I'm not paying twenty dollars for. It. But I I will put that on my list of movies that my prediction so my prediction of the uh you know the oscar nomination so it mm-hmm. definitely goes on the list mm-hmm. now there's another movie that that people were talking about now i don't know if it's gonna get nominated but it's mm-hmm. a movie that people have been talking about how good it was and i think i just watched it at the wrong time because okay i fell asleep on it and okay and I tell people when I watch movies, if I fall asleep on it, that doesn't mean that it's not good or boring. It's just it was the wrong time for me to watch anything. But um, there's this movie called The Killer with Michael Fassbender. It's on it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, that's supposed to be really really good, and it's directed by David Fincher. He's one of my favorites. Uh huh. Um, like I said, I. I think I was just really tired, and I that, and I'm thinking like, okay, well, I know I ain't gonna fall asleep, but I did fall asleep, so it was kind of like, right. I'm gonna have to watch it again. But right, everybody's uh-huh. saying it's like really good, so I'm just like, okay, I, I gotta watch it. Again. Is is that your wild card for for the uh, for the for Oscars? The, yeah, that's your not. wild card. What's your? I'm thinking my wild card is. I think the color purple is gonna be my wild card. Yeah, I can see that. I, mm-hmm. I think American Fiction might be a shoe in, but I I do think that um, Color Purple will be a wild card. Yeah, I, I would say it would be the wild card. I think they'll give us one. I think yeah, they'll it, give us one. <laughs> I, I I honestly think I think they'll give one to to I think I ain't exactly sure, but if they do nominate anybody from Color Purple, it'll probably be Fantasia. Fantasia. Uh wait, not um not Taraji. Uh, after all of her her tearful tearful junkets she went <laughs> she cried. No, nah, they, nah, they probably looked they probably they probably looked at that and was like, Man, you better say them tears. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> Taraji's not gonna get a do you think she'll get a sympathy a sympathy uh nomination? She might she might, she might get a sympathy nomination. She might get a sympathy one. It's like here, we didn't we didn't give you the money that you're worth, but here's a nomination right. that you will never win. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> right. Cause hell, they they gave Monique an Oscar, and look what they did to her. So you know. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, I I think it. She might get. She might get a sympathy. Uh, nomination. Nomination. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. a pure nomination is coming for Fantasia. That's yeah. I and they could shock the hell out of me and nominate everybody in color. Well, okay, but like, <laughs> have have you guys seen? I haven't seen it yet. Have you guys seen it yet? Or is that like a a girls' night out? I have not movie? seen that yet. No, um, <laughs> I just I, I I'm not really like oh, musicals. Yeah. I don't like. I don't really like musicals that much. But I like, heard a lot about that too. I heard a lot of people are not going, not because of. You know, because it's the color purple, because but because it's a musical. A lot oh, okay. of oh just... you know what? Thank you for for saying that. Because I have, I, I'm going to say this before we get into that. For the people who didn't think that the color purple, this version of the color purple, was a musical, are you dumb? Because <laughs> <laughs> because every fucking commercial I saw, they were singing and dancing. They, they, they were like, singing. How yeah, hold on. Not... There were commercials. Yes. Oh, well, yes. They've been all very, over the place. Very, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I mean, they were very minimum commercials, but when mm-hmm. you saw the commercials, you saw the singing and dancing. That's why I'm like, why are y'all shocked that this was a musical? That this is, uh, yeah, because a lot of people don't realize that it's not based on, like, it's not a remake of the Steven Spielberg Color Purple. Right. This is um, uh, the version of the uh, the Broadway musical. So this mm-hmm. was from the Broadway musical. This is not a Steven Spiel, you know, right. uh, you know, for like the new generation or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, this is from this is the color purple, the Broadway musical. I'm just like I, I'm seeing posts like I didn't know this was a musical. What y- y'all didn't see any commercials? <laughs> and then like then boozy little boozy talking about. Uh, I had to walk out. That's my that's my boozy uh, impression. I had to walk out of. Uh, the color purple man, cause Celia kissing other women. I'm, I'm like, duh, nigga, did you not see or read the color? That it was. <laughs> let, let me ask you this, as um, you know, my my, my male friends, um, will men are men interested in the color purple, or is that just a you know, a, a girls' night out, a mom daughter thing. Like, it, do men go to the color purple where their girlfriends or their wives aren't pulling them, talking about his date night? Like, would would, would a man just go see the color purple? Now, I think, I think, I think men probably not going to want to see this color purple, probably because it's a musical. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think the 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 original color purple. I, we we've all seen that shit like right, know, right. And hundreds of times you know? right yeah, yeah. I'm okay, just not so... going because it's a musical I don't you know what I'm saying it's like I don't really... okay not because it's the color purple it's right like a, it's just it's because it's a musical a feel good women's film but it's a but because it's a musical now me on the other hand I like a good musical like uh-huh. I think my favorite one that I've seen like recently. Was uh-huh. the one episode of uh, Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the entire show was a musical. And it, like, mm-hmm. first of all, it caught me off guard because it's as it's hardcore science as Star Trek is with okay. its action and stuff. Uh-huh. So then to make that whole episode a musical, I was like, oh, I love it. Right. Are, so, you, a, are you a Trekkie? Yes, I am. Oh, a proud Trekkie. Okay. <laughs> so... Love yeah, he, yeah, he's a Trekkie. I'm, I'm the Star Wars guy. Okay. Yeah, my condolences, <laughs> sir. Star Wars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, so my no, you know, I, I will say this. I will say, I will say, I, I will say when it comes to, I did, like, I love, like, the one musical movie that I honestly be like, yeah, I, I love that movie was Little okay. Shop of Horrors. Okay. Oh, okay. Sh- yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, uh-huh. Little Shop but like I, but it, it's still weird to me, just like where there needs to be dialogue. You're like mm-hmm. breaking out in song for the uh-huh. guys. It's like what? Right, <laughs> you know, right. It just it, it throws you off a little bit. It's like wait, what? We we singing right. now in this argument? Yeah. <laughs> so so wait, you guys, would you guys ever see an opera? Would you guys ever go to an opera? You know what? Yeah, I, I, I would, would like to opera. do it because I've never done it before. Yeah, it's on my bucket list. I would love to go see an opera. That's where Porgy and Bess ever comes back to to the Lyric Opera House from there. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I went, two I seconds went, from watching the one for Michael Jackson when they had it downtown. Right. Oh my <laughs> God, that was phenomenal. I saw I saw it on Broadway. It okay. was yeah. phenomenal. It was so well written. It was. I do want to see that soccer. one. Though. Like I, I want, I kind of want to tell what the shock there is. You know, I, you know, I have a, I have a really bad reputation of. Uh, <laughs> Are you? Oh, you wanted them. You spoil all of. Uh, I want, yeah. have a okay. bad <laughs> reputation. Of a, I will spoiler <clears throat> alert everything. But but you I, I but you know what though? That, like, mom, why would? You? <laughs> but you you Let know you, you know the funny thing is that don't bother me. Because people be oh, like, oh, good. Well, can I tell you? I mean, does it bother you, Tree? If it bothers Tree, I'm not going to. You know what? Gonna... I'm going to eventually try to catch up with this thing if it makes a return. Because, <laughs> you know, Mike, that uh, I like Mike. It was right. really good. It was really good. Okay, so I, I won't tell the spoiler alert. I'll, 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 I'll send the you know spoiler what? alert. I, I, have that, um, I have that Michael Che. Uh, because I watched Saturday Night Live, and mm-hmm. um, like during like the the Christmas break, my uh, when they do Weekend Update, Michael Che and um, Colin Jones they do this thing where they they read each other's like jokes that they written for uh-huh. the other one, and so they had a joke about that Michael Jackson Broadway play, mm-hmm. and every time I think about that play, I think about that joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just—it's like, and and so now I'm just like, if I go see it, I'm gonna think about that joke. <laughs> it was wonderful. I I I think everyone like like you guys really should treat yourselves. It was absolutely phenomenal. If you can, you know, fly out to um to New York and actually see it on Broadway, that would be that would be even better. Yeah. So very good, very 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 phenomenally done. I never um. Because I, I do like Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time that it was so well done. The actor, and I, I think the actor, I forget his name, the young man who played Michael Jackson. So he actually got a, uh, I think he won the Tony for that. 
and he, he won the Tony for it last year. Um, I was actually part of the crowd that waited for him to come out of the, <laughs> out of the backstage. It was like, because he was just that, it was just that well acted. He was wonderful in that. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so if you ever get the opportunity, yeah, definitely go see it. Because the only thing is like when, when those, uh, when the, when the so-called Broadway shows come to other cities, it's not with the, uh, it's not with the actor. It's not with the like the main actor that would be in, you know, Broadway. So mm-hmm. like, we're getting a, you know, we're getting the 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 generic actor. Not saying that they're not talented. <laughs> However, you're not going to get you know the main actor come to Chicago. So if, if you ever get a cheap flight to. Um, you know, to Broadway, and you can you know fly over to New York and just do like one day thing, you know. Because you know, I'm good at doing one day trip. I love one day trips, where I will fly to New York and just see a show and then turn around and come right back. Like I, I'm, I'm not trying to get a hotel room or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know. So, but uh, yeah, definitely go see one day. That one day trip will be a thing that I need to try because I think I'm used to like two day, three day. No, you don't have to do that. So uh-huh. and mm-hmm. if I do decide to pull it this year, I see that it's coming to Cleveland. Okay. July 16th to August 11th. So mm-hmm. I can possibly pull that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's always a, a cheap flight somewhere to Cleveland. But I think Cleveland's about like a four hour drive from Chicago, maybe a four or five hour drive. Um, I think it's but, eight. No, okay, that, that's a Google question. Let's see. Because I mean, I've, I've <laughs> done it a few times because I had relatives in Cleveland. Oh wow. Okay. Well, then you would know. You would know. I don't. My know dad would normally take the toll road for most of the way. Uh huh. And it was uh-huh. mostly like a straight shot. So yeah, yeah, when he did it, it was eight. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's a long okay. Way. Yeah, if you can get one of those cheap frontier flights, <laughs> and then <laughs> like, you know, go. You know, go at you know like ten, eleven o'clock in the morning, and you know come back like like at eight, nine o'clock. That'll be great, you know. But yeah, I definitely go see it. Definitely go okay. see it. Otherwise, I'm going to tell you what the spoiler alert is because I'm just bursting at the seams to tell you <laughs> what it is right now. You know what? I think this thing may actually line up right nice. I um because I think at the beginning of this this Cleveland trip that they have, I think part of that is my vacation. And I think about two or three days of that, I'm going to be in Vegas. But if I come back home and then flip that before August 11th, I can actually make that and come back. Okay. Yeah. Definitely go see it. Go see it. Go see it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to hit on this, too, because um, this was kind of special. Okay. I didn't realize until you know I put it in the um in the uh notes is that it's been thirty five years since we had the Arsenio Hall show. Oh good old Arsenio. Those were those were the good days. What are some of the things that stood up and started like, you know, the whole fist crank. I use it. Yeah. I use yeah. It. And the wolf call. <laughs> right, see, I, I can't get the barking right now, but yeah, internally, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'll what, bark for you. What, 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 those people what, in the dog pound, those are people that tried to ride the bus with food stamps. Give okay. it up. <laughs> what, what, what are some of the things that you guys remember about 
Arsenio Hall show. I, I just named one of mine. The whole monologue joke with the dog pound. <laughs> the, the monologue, things that make you go, hmm. Right. I think the biggest thing, Bill Clinton should oh, kiss yes. his feet. Bill Clinton need to kiss Arsenio Hall's feet because him playing the saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show won over uh, younger vo- voters, urban voters, black voters. Yeah. Just yeah, uh, yeah. Bill Clinton needs to kiss his ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was elected. a huge, that was a huge, like he won that. That's how he got elected after being, after, you know, playing cool with his sunglasses and his saxophone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, after that, he won over the uh, the young voters and the, the minority vote. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, for me, outside of the whole monologue and the, the dog pound thing, and my personal favorite thing, him coming out and introducing himself to somebody else <laughs> or something else, uh, yeah. the time where he like you know went back at those hecklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always uh, he didn't ignore the hecklers. Oh no, he gave it to me too. So right, I love that part. It's like yeah, uh-huh. you know, punk, you know corporate sellout. He's like, hey, look. Shut the hell up. This is my show. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I think one of the, the, the main things that just, you know, I mean, the show was fun. It was, yeah. it was, it was live. Like it was just, it was a party every time you saw it. I think the, the biggest thing was just to me, it was, he was the, he was the bridge that brought in hip hop and R&B. Yes, it and, is. And, and black, just all facets yep. of black music, onto a onto a a time that was just like they wasn't none of them was gonna be on anybody else's show. Yeah, because the only thing is, see, who was his? Um, it was just him and Johnny Carson at the time, I think. And Johnny Carson wasn't about to, you know, put a you know put uh, black hip hop artists <laughs> right on, on his show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then and then when Johnny left and it was and it was Jay Leno it was it was still like it wasn't really the same either like he would he would do some Jay Leno would do some once in a while but but to that effect no right right and and Letterman too you know mm-hmm. and I think that's how he got squeezed out right is didn't somebody take his time slot or something like that I don't know if it was Leno or. Letterman, someone took his time slot or something. Right. He started to, to to be edged out. Now, from what I from what I heard, now I don't know if this is true, but it almost seems like it rings true. I think a lot of people were saying that the fact that he had the Minister Louis Farrakhan on his show was the reason why it kind of just like it was over for him. And he said that that's not true. He said that he resigned before that show. So he resigned because of uh, he got uh, he got squeezed out. He got squeezed out by um, you know by Leno and Letterman. When he started, it was him and Johnny Carson. But then by the uh, by the end, it was uh, Leno, Letterman. It was just too many of them. Mm. So they say he he resigned. Like the Farrakhan situation. They say that, that that it's not true. He said that it's not true. It had nothing to do with it. 
So uh, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but uh, but I believe that it was because of Fair, you know Farrakhan. But he said, nope, no, I, I put in my resignation letters, you know, way before Farrakhan came out. So, right. But I agree with you. I thought that's that was the reason that you know he lost his show mm-hmm. or it got canceled. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. But he was definitely controversial. He was controversial. He was, uh, you know, was, you know, he he brought in a, a newer a newer audience, mm-hmm. a younger a younger audience. Because I grew up watching Johnny Carson. How many of us grew up watching Johnny Carson? I watched Johnny. Did you watch Johnny Carson? I watched Johnny a little bit. Yes, yeah, so I think I, I was. More inclined, like I think in the beginning it was Johnny because that's who was out there. But then when Joan Rivers and Alan Thicke showed up, pretty much on the same right. show, right, right. You know, yeah. then I started watching them. You know, you got this new Fox Network and they got their show, and I was like, ended up watching their show, right? Yeah, because I think initially wasn't Arsenio um, like he was a guest host on the Joan Rivers show, right? Remember and Joan ended Rivers up being her replacement, right? Yeah, she had some kind of argument with with production or the producers or something, and they had like a string of of hosts. And Arsenio was one. I think he was the one that was most well received. And uh-huh. went on yeah. and they were going to keep him. Show. They really yeah. were going to keep him, and then he ended up shooting uh, Coming to America. And yeah. then after that, there's his show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is he doing now? Uh. I want to say he's still doing some production stuff. I mean, not much acting outside of uh, when he did the second coming to America movie. Right. I think he. I think he's back doing stand up. I heard like he's just doing. Like he went back to his original, his his original love of stand up. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that tree. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's just, <laughs> but no, I, I just, it was, it was a, I really wish as long <clears throat> as Carson was on, mm-hmm. I really wish they, that could have happened with, with Arsenio. Right. And if need be, mm-hmm. if he wanted to retire, get, give it to somebody else. Like, I really wish he had that. I really wish he could have did that. Yeah. Yeah, he he's definitely he's so talented. He's so talented. Didn't he come back again? Like he did, and it only lasted for one season. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I wonder what the difference difference was. You think it's just too many competitors by the time he came back? Yeah, it could be a whole bunch of things. Yeah. With the second go around. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love to a- see it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it it did what it did, right? But 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 you, I I think to me you have, and this is gonna sound weird, but follow me. Okay, I think because you have Jimmy Fallon, you don't need Arsenio. Because, okay, because Jimmy Fallon bridges the gap. Okay. You yeah, know, he, he will have a. I mean, he's got a hip hop act as a house band. It's, right, it's, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So I, and, I, I see you on that. Mm-hmm. So who do you think could be the next artist? If if <clears throat> we were to go there in the land of imagination, who would be 
the uh, the closest to what Arsenio did. Uh, Kelvin, Kelvin Tree. If we had the dope sessions be a talk, <laughs> I like I, us. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> but uh, after breaking the internet, I would want to see Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cat Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I I like. I know Cat Williams is kind of eccentric. He's kind of he he's kind of eccentric. Um, I I love D Ray Davis. I think D Ray. Okay. I think D Ray could. Do oh, yeah, as yeah. far as like like younger guys, like mm-hmm. younger comedians who kind of need that break because like Cat Williams, he's already already established. Um, yeah. But if we're talking about younger black uh, comedians who can bring that energy. I I love D Ray. I think D Ray Davis definitely could pull that off. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him mm-hmm. as well, and I will probably throw in uh, Dion Cole. Dion Cole. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, give them a show. <laughs> give them or, a show. and I'm kind of biased because I went to high school with him. Uh, B Cole. B Cole. Let me Google that. I don't know who that is. I might know. It might be one of those brothers. Well, like, his name know. is Brandon Cole, but he goes by B Cole. On his stage name is B Cole. Okay, let me see. Because a lot of times you know them, but you don't know them by name. You're <clears> like, oh, okay. Oh, him. Yeah, okay, I just Googled him. All right, B Cole. Gotcha, gotcha. I see. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I follow him on social media. Of course, I talk to him every now and then, and he was here a couple times. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, as much as I want to see you, I'd be nervous because, <laughs> uh-huh. like I said, I went to high school with him. So if I went there, I right. know he would target me. Right. <laughs> right. I would be a straight target. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what? So was so was he the class clown? You know what? I didn't have any classes with him. I had classes with his cousin. But okay. you know how you bump into people, you know, in the hallway and stuff. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would have certain interactions with him between him right. and his cousin. And it was right. like, you know what? We're not doing this. <laughs> right. Because right. Right. I can imagine one of them embarrassing stories of me from high school popping I up know. on the stage. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. uh, and we all have those brushes with fame. What about the what about uh you, Kelby? Did you go to high school with anybody that's famous now? Um no. But uh, <laughs> now I will I will I will say um, when I was in grade school I went mm-hmm. to grade school with somebody who became famous. Oh, who's um, that? Uh, Kale Mitchell. Kale Mitchell. Let me go look. Let me see. Kale Mitchell. He used to be on. He he was on Nickelodeon and stuff like that. Like, uh huh. All that, and then Keenan and Kale had a show. Okay. Yeah. So I went to I went to I went to grade school with with Kale Mitchell. Okay. And I went to school with uh, Lisa Ray. Okay. We really. Went to high school. Yeah, we went to high school together, Unity Catholic High School. Um, she was only there for one year, so freshman year. But yeah, we were we went to high school, and she probably won't remember me because I was like the, the you know you know the dorky awkward kid in the in the corner but and she was she was she was popular and she yeah she was definitely one of the popular girls and hung out with the popular crowd and 
you know, her dad would drop off lunch. Like she was, you know, she wasn't eating lunchroom pizza at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, everybody else had to suffer. Yeah, she, had, she was getting lunches dropped right. off, and she was beautiful and just uh-huh. glowed. She just, she just like walked on air. She floated. She didn't walk. She floated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisa, Lisa Ray McCoy. We sure mm-hmm. did go to high school together. You probably asked her. She was like, "Did she do? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Who is that little person?" <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um. But um. I. You yeah. But, like, I, now that we think about that, I'm going to revisit the whole replacement talk show question. Why? Why not have her do a talk show? Who? Why? Why not have Lisa Ray do a talk show like Arsenio? Oh wow! Oh shoot! I think mad at a lot of. We mentioned about three or four guys, but I mean, yeah, why not? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I think she. I think she's. uh, She's she's mad at a lot of people too. (laughs) You know, right? You know, you you got Sherry Shepard, but Sherry Shepard is doing daytime talk. It ain't the same. (laughs) It's not Uh the same. Yeah, Yeah, and I think Lisa is edgy enough. Like she would bring. uh, a really good dynamic to uh, to to nighttime show to a nighttime audience. I've been so I've been kind of working. Like I think about like I was like somebody asked me if I if somebody wanted me to do daytime TV, what I do, and I said I would practice it. I practice right. You, I said you, I, I feel like I'm more. I feel like I'm more <laughs> late night, but like I uh-huh. practice. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we would, if we were given the opportunity, we're not going to say no to any opportunity. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. We wouldn't say no. <laughs> but just tell me what time to show up. Right. Like, I'm, I'm not saying no because I got bills. Look. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes, I know that's. That's, why, that's why I said. That's why I said they 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 need us. They need those sessions. Uh, talk show. We need we need to do a talk show and. I mean, we are we always interviewing guests and we talking about interesting stuff. Like we would kill it, man. Look, yeah, I, I would need to be that dude in the corner with the microphone because uh, me out there at the desk. Look, they 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 might have to have like a bunch of clauses in my contract to say, hey, look, you can't say this, this, or this. Don't even look at this, 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 and don't okay. touch this, this, or that. <laughs> okay, so so then, Kelby, you're uh, you, you're Johnny Carson and Tree, you're Egg McMahon, basically. <laughs> if if you want to stay on for as long as we plan to stay on, yeah, I need to be over there in the corner. <laughs> so that means I got to do a monologue. Uh, we'll, we'll You'd see. have to do the monologue. You got to do it. My only request is that I need like a, a soccer penalty cards, or I need like the the yellow flag that the ref carries. Yeah. Okay. You know, if I hear something from you that's going south, I'm tossing it. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, because you never that know. Would, that would you be my whole know. gimmick. Right. Okay. Flag, like, hey, <laughs> hey, kill, kill, kill. No, no. And then, of no. course, somewhere in the notes, I'm gonna have to, you know, shout out, you know, the questions crew for even, you know, making that right. a thing. Uh huh. Because <laughs> you know that's how we do it. So. Yeah, when then they catch one of their guys, you know, going off. Everybody's got a flag, but when I got into it, I was like, you know what? I can't find a flag anywhere. Some of these guys made their own flag, so I ended up ordering those soccer cards from Amazon. So I uh-huh. have cards. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> and because they got the one flag, that makes me a little bit different because I got two cards. I 
you know, if it, if your uh, statement was severe enough, instead of me getting that, picking up the yellow card, which it's got dust on it, so I don't pick that up much. I immediately pick up the red card. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so. Oh, man. We but yeah, man. Know they get red carded every day. <laughs> you know what? We're going to make that. You know what? Let's just speak it into the existence. Let's speak it into the Speak it into the universe. Yeah. Hey, dope Sessions, sessions TV uh, talk show. Dope Sessions talk show. And I have to check out your uh, your late night one. What's it called? The, the new one that the you The late had? sessions. Yeah, the late sessions. The late sessions. Which, okay. I guess I don't have a key to that door. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just about to say, you need to invite me. I'm inviting myself. Invite me to late sessions. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to be a part of that. Okay. So that, so. It's, it's more, it's probably more adult. And, uh, I mean, we still talk about pop culture and all that other stuff. It's just more cursing. That's all. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I I curse like a sailor. I have no. Oh, that's problem. probably why I didn't get a key to that lock. <laughs> Yo, yeah, uh, I curse like a sailor. I, I am. But, I am no, I, I, I tell I tell you this, tree. It it really it like when the late sessions like actually happens and we actually like record the episode. You're basically at work. And so, and so, it's oh, a lot. A <laughs> and, no, no, it, it really, it really happens like that. Like, like the the, the second episode um, that we that we taped, um, Harley hit me up, and he was like, and he was like, man, I want. He was like, I want to meet you and Dina talk about the Cat Williams thing tonight. And I was just like, sure, like I'm down. And then, mm-hmm. um. And so Dina, he asked him, he was like, so is Tree going to be? I was like, I said, what time are we talking about doing it, like recording? And it was like eight, eight, nine, nine o'clock. And I was like, Tree's at work. Like, he's not going to mm-hmm. be able to do it. He's going to be at work. Mm-hmm. So we just, we just did it. You know, it's, it's, it, it kind of happens like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's just you guys. So now do you guys have talking points as well, or is it just more organic or? It's it's talking points, but it's also mixed in with some organic stuff. Like the the, it's like the first, show. yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> um, like the first episode we did in the late sessions was um, we did, uh, we talked about the uh, um, um, the the fiftieth uh, the Grammys did the fiftieth anniversary uh special for hip hop, and we okay. talked about that, mm-hmm. and um. Just talked about what we like, what we didn't like, um, mm-hmm. problems, you know, all that stuff. It was, you know, deep diving and adding in context and all of that stuff. And right, okay, yeah. And so yeah. then this episode that we just did, we talked about the whole Cat Williams thing, and, and in that one, I just kind of, I kind of mediated that one a little bit more and let D Nick and and Harley just kind of go. At what they want okay. to say and stuff. Uh huh. Okay. So what's what's the Instagram handle on that one? Oh, it's 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 um it's going it's just locked in with with the uh, dope sessions. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. It's, it's a spinoff. It's, it's a, it's a spin- <laughs> we, we love a spinoff. We love a spinoff. Okay. So dope sessions is the different world of the Cosby Show, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> late sessions, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, late sessions is a, yeah, it's, it's a, a 
Yeah, the Dope Sessions is a Cosby show and late sessions. Yeah, Dope Sessions is Cosby show and late sessions is uh, a different world. Hey, (laughs) anybody who hears that, I'm not saying we the Cosby show, okay? Okay. Like, I don't want nobody. Oh, you think you Bill Cosby? You putting pills in No, no, no. I just think that we're. We're the cleaner version. That the dope sessions is the cleaner version. So uh-huh. we're not. Nah, you yeah. know how people get. Oh, you, oh, you putting pills in the coffee? You're like, what? wait, I didn't say anything. No, <laughs> no. I can't even say we're all that clean because this dude just lit up like a Christmas tree within the first twenty minutes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can tell. Okay. Oh yeah, and then uh-huh. I have moments, depending on what I'm talking about. I have moments where. Like the sensors leave the room. Okay. <laughs> I think we like it when the sensors leave the room. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's cool. But I think what ends up happening is then, you know, people see me at work and it's like, man, we don't know you. It's like, because I have to be a certain way at work. Quit playing. Right. You know what? I I totally get that, and I I need to keep that in mind too, because you know, as a a substitute teacher of high school high school kids, I need to I need to show up correct as well. Yeah. I don't need anyone. I don't need not one of those kids googling me. <laughs> but then you mess around and let let the wrong one set you off, and then your head. I when I tell you at my job, when I tell you at my job, one of my coworkers told my manager that I had a podcast. Okay. And he came to me. He was like, "Yeah, I heard you got a podcast." I was like, "Oh boy." Oh boy. <laughs> I said, "Oh boy." <laughs> like, like, let me. See. And then he was like, "He said, what's the name of it? I want to listen to it.'" Uh-huh. I was like, oh boy, here we go. Oh boy. Do you really want to listen to <laughs> right. it? Right. I was like, do you really you think you like, okay? Like and so so I told him the name of it and then um Tree, I don't know. We did we did an episode and we talked about voting or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and that's the episode he listened to. And I was like, all these episodes, and that's the one you picked that's up. That's the one you listened to. <laughs> Oh, right, because oh, I think boy. we lost it that episode. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, and I was like, oh, boy. And he, he came to me. He said, he said, I listened to, like, an episode of, uh, of your podcast. And I was like, which one? Oh, boy. He said, y'all were talking <laughs> about voting. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And he Wait, was like. Yeah, and- one where we talked about December 6th, because uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that one would have probably been lit, too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we, we did. We, we talked about that one, too. And then. Um, but he listened to the one about voting, and I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready for it. Like, I'm I'm. And then he he came. He was like, "Hey," he was like, "I loved it." He was like, "I,", I he was like, "I'm on your side." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he was like, "I," he was like, "I'm with you." It's like, like he what did he say? He was like, he was like that one part when you said, like you almost didn't want to vote because it's just like. <laughs> I was, he was like, I, I felt that. And I was like, I said, in my mind, I was like, you're just trying to say that because then if I really start talking about it, then you're like, hey, man, you're fired. <laughs> like, why? Hey, well, well, let me ask you, is your coworker, is he, uh, is he, is he Caucasian? No, he's, uh, 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 Latin, Latin. 
he's black and like oh okay so he's a okay mm-hmm. a biracial kid okay yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay I I think we're safe with them. <laughs> <laughs> I we say with the biracial. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't. <laughs> Are we safe with them? But you know, we're not safe with the uh, the biracials. Have okay, maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe I, 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 right. I, 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 guys, just, just want to thank see, y'all for tuning in to this. Right. Episode. See, that would that would definitely be late sessions material right <laughs> I there. I said, Whatever you were about to say. <laughs> Let me keep my comments right. to myself. Thank y'all for listening to this episode. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, if this, the the words expressed gets, by our guest. Right. If this gets canceled, yeah, my, that's... my district would definitely fire me. Like, uh, you are no longer a fit. Right. I'm about to say if this if this show if this episode gets us canceled just to, to get us ready for our talk show, then that's I'm right. all for it. But that's right. <laughs> but we want to thank. We want to thank VC for coming on the show with us. And almost getting you guys canceled. Right, y'all getting us canceled. holding in right now. <laughs> I don't, you, don't, you don't want me to be unleashed, or do you want me to really be unleashed? You know, I'm not a lady. I am not coosed at all. So. You know what? Maybe not here. But definitely there. Right. <laughs> I yeah, I might be better suited for that nine o'clock slice. Right. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about that because uh, I, I might need to appear on one of them episodes. Uh, just saying. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> put, put, some, put some PTO time in. Take a, take a day off. Right. <laughs> we need to fix that time slot because it, it sounds a lot random. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's, be, let's be ratchet. Let's be ratchet all the day. <laughs> oh, no. See, if I'm going to do that, then I'll be on the show with customers in front of me charging uh-huh. them $20 for a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be a, that'll be a show within the show because then they'll be like, Damn, did you say $20? Yeah, man. $20. 16-ounce <laughs> bottle of water, $20, player. Right, right. Okay. You're contributing to the artist fund. Uh-huh. <laughs> man, I wish I could say that. that that's all okay. company money. Right. We need those contributions. Shit, I know I do. My goodness. I mean, you know, financing this BBFF, I need all kind of fundraisers. And Man. I need somebody to come and buy some art. I told you guys about my or my art auction. I need somebody to come buy some art so I can book the uh, music box theater in, in October. So, yeah, if you guys know what I need somebody to some of my photography while we talk. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. I guess you like I, I'm trying to sell my own shit. Huh? I, gotta, uh, I mean, I got my own store, but I mean, some of my photos in the Getty shop. Buy some of those. Okay. Right. Charging people four or five hundred dollars a shot. Right. <laughs> I'm like, buy one of those. Don't buy from my store yet, unless you're talking about just you know kicking it personally. But right, I need some of the magazines to buy my shots in the Getty store because mm-hmm. at four hundred dollars a pop, look, right, that. right, right. <laughs> Is your, you. um, is your is your link in the like where like where can people find that? Where can people find uh, your store? The Getty store or my store? Because my store is a whole lot cheaper. <laughs> well, I don't know. Whatever you you know, whatever you think is you know, whatever you selling, like you know, put them both out there. So you know, I think I'm gonna have to link it to my Insta Instagram. I think this is yeah, gonna have to happen. Put, that, put those links in your bio. 
Right. Put mm-hmm. those links in the bio. I don't want my fundraiser. She was say she told me she's say, like, uh, do you have a donate button? I said, of course I have a donate button. She's like, uh, why isn't it in your Instagram bio then? <laughs> Right. <laughs> you want people to donate, but you're not giving them the freaking button to donate. Okay, like, oh, so okay. I do have a link to my personal store on my personal Instagram. Okay. But oh, the same link is in my uh my photography Instagram. What I don't have is a link for the Getty shop. Right. I think that's really more for like publications and magazines to really buy that stuff. You know okay. what? Since 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 y'all talking about it, I want y'all to give y'all shout outs and then give all your information out so so people can follow y'all and people can, you know, get anything, get your stuff, all your stuff. That I want all everybody to get all y'all stuff. No shit. How much time we have left? Well- <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good thing about not really having a producer on this podcast. Pretty much make this show as long as we want. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wait, wait, the, the, uh, the edited version is going to be what? Like a, like an hour? Kelby, what's the edited version? Like an hour when you're um, editing everything? Usually it, 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 it may be like an hour or two. About an hour or two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll go first. <clears throat> My name is Vichy Howard, and I am the founder of BBFF, the Black and Brown Femme Films. And uh, my Instagram handle is uh, the Black and Brown Femme Films. And please do follow. Uh, We have uh, a fundraiser going on right now. We have an art auction that's, um, you know, that's helping me and helping some local artists. So definitely support the local artists. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to throw in a donation for so I can pay for the uh, music box theater, thank you so much. I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> and let's support uh, black and brown film filmmakers, you know, for our upcoming showcase. So, yes, there you go. All right, Tree, go ahead, man. Okay. <laughs> You heard me all year. You probably heard me last year. Yeah, I'm Tree. Um, uh-huh. Part-time uh, freelance photographer, full-time gaming geek. Um, <laughs> catch me on Instagram. Uh, I got two Instagrams. So uh, you can either catch me on uh, Instagram at Nick underscore Furious. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my personal one. Or you can catch me at at Roundtree underscore images. That's R O U N T R E E. Say one more time. Say that one more time. R O U N T R E E. Okay. So no D. I get real offended by that. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> and the links to the link to my personal uh, photography store is on both Instagrams. Okay. Okay. In the bio, so okay. can't miss it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yes, I'm aware. I called. I think when when me and Tree first became friends, and I spelled your your last name with the D, and you got very upset with me. <laughs> and I was moving furniture in your house. I, didn't, <laughs> I wasn't even scared of Rick that day. <laughs> he was like, "It ain't a D in this nigga." I was like, "Oh, oh I'm sorry." Right. <laughs> Rick come out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Look, to this day, I'm not, I'm not going to even back down from that. Your old man was scary. <laughs> was he? 
<laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the thing. Like every everybody was was scared of my dad uh-huh. I, until you got to know him, and then you know you go, oh, uh, oh dad is cool. We like dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I can't remember when that moment was for me when he, he started saying <laughs> hi. <but laughs> uh-huh. You know. So you just say, hey, Mr. Woods, how you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess because I was over the house so much, he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> now, how long have you guys been friends? Oh, wow. You got time? <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, we, do we have time? <laughs> We've been friends for a mighty long time. <laughs> oh, that's that's beautiful, though. Like, look, any longer, and I'd be making my own lasagna. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Boy, Kelly, you make a good lasagna or something? Um, I, 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 it's probably not better than my mom's, but it, it's right. Yeah, I see, think and that's good. what I was coming over for. No. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, you too, because you're my dog. But uh, you know, <laughs> like no, actually, I had a, I had a thing. I had a deal with his mom. It's like, look, every time you call, you make lasagna, you let me know. Uh-huh. I will be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, man. Also, um, all right, you guys, uh, y'all can find me on Instagram. I got a whole, I got a bunch of pages you can find me on. Uh, you can find me at Kel, Kelvin, uh, Lo-Fi Kelvy Wilson. Uh, you can find me on my crew page, which is uh, the Lo-Fi Collective. Um, if you guys want to check out our uh, beat tape, it's called it's called the Lo-Fi Collective presents the Collective Beat Tape Volume One. That's on Spotify mm-hmm. and all the DSPs. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can find. Uh, I'm also. We also have a Dope Sessions podcast page on mm-hmm. Instagram. That's the mm-hmm. underscore Dope underscore Sessions underscore mm-hmm. podcast. That's a lot of underscores. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can. And when you go to the Dope Sessions podcast page, you'll find some stuff with the dope sessions as well as late sessions so okay yeah okay yeah i definitely want to hear that one yeah definitely we uh we got two episodes of the late sessions if y'all want to check those out go ahead check that out Mm -hmm. um i'm just it's a lot of a lot of expletives but you know we, we we get it done we're not and, we're not afraid of expletives. We're not. <laughs> we're not. You know. I. You know what I learned by uh, just a little side note. You know what I learned from uh, from posting is I don't enunciate. <laughs> I'm like, girl, take twenty six enunciate. <laughs> my words just tripping and falling all over each other I'm like what the hell can you speak or not <laughs> so exclipatives is that what uh, cuss words there's a lot of cuss words right <laughs> we cussing we cussing a lot of one go because I'm kind of watching the Bears game while we're doing this it just uh-huh. came on and I, I saw a pass I didn't like Oh, so <laughs> and you wanted to say something, didn't you? Uh-huh. I did. <laughs> well, on that note, we're gonna let you do what y'all need to do. <clears throat> and okay. thank y'all for listening. We out of here, y'all. Peace. All right, it was fun.
talk. Holla take back. it easy, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wait, I just realized we didn't normally do our shout outs, but it's okay. You got time to just shout it out. Wait, uh, first of all, I like hit the wrong screen. I was like, where am I at? What is this? Here we go. Wait, well, he's gone, so he might not be able to hear it. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so, so it's not gonna, he's not gonna get it, right? Because okay. well, normally I shout out the, you know, we shout out.